Long before DJ Khaled ever put pen to paper or typed on a computer, and long before he ever enlisted the lyrical prowess of Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, and Rick Ross, before any of them ever declared that there were others who didn't believe in the vision and what could be accomplished in and through their lives, God did. These individuals expressed the fact that there were people who never thought that they'd amount to anything, and yet God did. The fearful, the visionless, the doubters, the naysayers, and the haters, they're all present, and, and they're ready to tell us why something won't work, or why it won't happen, why it can't happen, or why it may even be impossible. And while we get that feedback and, and they didn't believe in what God could do through us, God did. Fam, it's time for us to move to the next level. It's time for us to tackle things that we've never defeated before. It's time for us to look those things in the eye that have kept us from going into the promises of God and deciding that today things are going to be a little bit different. In order to do that, however, we got to go through some enormous challenges to get to that other side. And so as we prepare for this next phase of our lives, we're going to examine the book of Numbers and talk about the topic. They said it couldn't be done. Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. All right, Trifling Ones family, we're going to take a look at the book of Numbers, chapter 14, verses 7 through 9. And they said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and he'll give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. And do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Now, the book of Numbers is the fourth book of what we call the law, and it's written by Moses. And it covers a time frame of 38 years and nine months while the nation of Israel is wandering through the wilderness. And this is interesting because I said it covers 38 years and nine months. And this takes place during a time that should have only taken about two weeks. There are scholars that say the route that they took shouldn't have taken any more than two weeks. And yet because of disobedience, because they were not on the same page as God, 38 years and nine months later, here we are. Initially, the book of Numbers was unnamed, but translators gave it the name Numbers because Moses conducts a census during this time frame. And so he counts the number of people that are in the nation. And when he does that, we're told in Numbers chapter 1, verse 46, that there are 600,000 plus people, not even counting the children or the priests. We're also told in the book of Numbers that 12 men are sent out to spy the promised land. And so after they've gone out and they've come back, 
What we've read in Numbers 14, 7 through 9 is some of the dialogue that takes place. And so now we're going to talk about three things that we need when they said it couldn't be done. The first of those things are the words of the faithful minority. The words of the faithful minority. Verse number seven says, And they said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. Now, the words of the faithful minority. Now, we mentioned earlier that the, the book of Numbers got its name because there was a census taken and there were 600,000 people that were there. And out of those 600,000 people, there were a total of, get this, four people who were in support of moving into the promised land. There were four people out of 600,000 plus who were in support of following God's plan. And of those four, two of them were eyewitnesses. So we had Joshua and Caleb who were a part of those 12 that were sent out and they spent 40 days in the land. They hadn't quite possessed it yet, but they had confidence in what God had told them. It wasn't in their possession just yet, but they could feel it. They could taste it and they could see it. Maybe you haven't possessed some things just yet. But you can feel that God is going to bring you that spouse that he's promised and that your heart desires because you're tired of being alone. Or you can feel that that employment promotion is coming. So you continue to work hard because you can just taste it. You know it's coming. You can feel that the financial breakthrough is coming. You've made the right adjustments. You're following your budget and you just know in your bones that the breakthrough is coming. You feel stronger than you did before and you're following doctor's advice and you can tell that God is strengthening your body. You've been eating right. You've been exercising. You know that you're on the right track. You and wife feel you and hubby have been on the rocks for some time, but you know that better times are coming. You can taste it. You can feel it. You can see it. These two men, they didn't quite possess the land yet, but they knew that God was with them. So those were two of the four. But the other two, they didn't go into the promised land. They didn't see it physically, but they were connected to God. And so spiritually, their discernment kicked in. And so it's crazy because you had 12 that went out. You had 10 on this side that said, nah. We're like grasshoppers. We, we can't take the land. And then we've got two over here that say we certainly can do it. Think about it. What would you think? You got 10 over here that says it's not a good move. We need to just chill on this side. And then you got these two over here that say we certainly can do it. Are you going to listen to the words of the faithful minority? But then the second point is the willingness to follow the master, the willingness to follow the master. Verse number eight says this. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into the land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and he will give it to us. 
That verse starts off by saying, if the Lord delights in us. Well, if he delights in us, then what we want or what we're going after, we will receive. Fam, we got to wrap our minds around the fact right now that if we intend on leveling up, if we intend on getting to the next level, if we intend on crossing over to the other side, that's going to require greater commitment. It's going to require that we follow him just a little closer than we have in the past. And so pause just for a minute and ask yourself the question, how do I show a greater willingness to follow the master? I'm guessing it's with some stuff that we already know that we should be doing that we're not. How many of us are cracking open that Bible app more regularly than not? How many of us are taking that quiet time out when we're writing the work just to spend some time talking to him? How many of us start our days off and end our days with scrolling versus praying? Yeah, we've got to have a willingness to follow the master. But then our final point is this. The worry from the fearful majority. The worry from the fearful majority. So remember, we talked earlier about the words from the faithful minority. Now we're talking about the worry from the fearful majority, the rest of the 600,000 people. And when we take a look at verse number nine, it says this. It says, only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. So the words of the faithful minority said this, don't be afraid. But the fearful majority said they're giants and we're grasshoppers. There were others who saw the exact same thing that Joshua and Caleb saw. They experienced the exact same thing, but wherein fear kept them from wanting to enter the promised land. The fearful majority did not have an opportunity to enter the promised land. Why? Because they didn't believe. But God did. They were scared. You want to kill the plan that God has for you? Doubt his promises. The fearful majority will get you hemmed up if you listen to them just long enough. The fearful majority will tell you that it couldn't be done. Some 26 years ago, I I learned a poem called It Couldn't Be Done by Edgar A. Guest. And the poem goes like this. Somebody said that it couldn't be done, but he with a chuckle replied. That maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say so till he'd tried. So he buckled right in with the trace of a grin on his face. If he worried, he hid it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done. And he did it. Somebody scoffed. Oh, you'll never do that. At least no one has done it. But he took off his coat And he took off his hat. And the first thing we knew, 
he'd begun it. With a lift of his chin and a bit of a grin, without any doubting or quit it, he started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. There are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesy failure. There are thousands to point out to you one by one the dangers that wait to assail you. But just buckle it in with a bit of a grin. Just take off your coat and go to it. Just start to sing as you tackle the thing that couldn't be done and you'll do it. Trifling ones, fam, the fearful majority will tell you it can't be done. And so when you're facing a situation and you're ready to cross to the other side, when your body is shaking and your stomach feels queasy and your mind reminds you of the thing that you're addicted to, put your face on the ground and declare that it's a giant, but God will deliver you from it. In order for you to get to the other side, there are challenges that you got to face. So when you're overwhelmed by loneliness and depression, put your face on the ground and declare that God is sovereign and he's with you. In order for you to get to the other side, you got to deal with that debt that's overrun your life and, you, and you're feeling the financial ruin. But put your face on the ground and declare that God has cattle on a thousand hills and he's going to take great care of you. In order to get to the other side, you got to face that diagnosis or that prognosis that isn't great. But put your face on the ground and declare that you're going to look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Because all your help comes from the Lord. In order to get to the other side, there are people who are standing by telling you that it couldn't be done. But while they tell you that it couldn't be done. Know there's somebody else who already knows that it can't be. And know that that somebody else is God. Because God did. Heavenly Father, we come before you now giving you thanks for all things. Assist us as we seek to move to the other side of where we are right now. Allow us to declare right now that it absolutely can be done. And it can be done because you believe in us. You know that it can and will come to pass. All these things we ask in your son and our savior. Jesus Christ's name we pray. And all of the trifling ones said, Amen.